0: In what practical ways can believers nurture the divine seed within them for ongoing transformation and victory over sin? Hello and welcome to A Daily Purpose, and our Given Purpose podcast. I'm Tori Slaughter, your host and Bible study teacher. Join me as we go beyond the surface and unpack the dynamic reality of the divine seed. It's time to break free from sin's grip and step into the abundant life God has destined for us. Turn with me in the scriptures to 1 John chapter 3 and let's read verses 7 through 9. And the scripture says, Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. Lord, we thank you for the reading of your word. First John chapter three, verses seven through nine. Welcome to Bible study, the transformative power of the Divine Seed breaking free from the chains of sin hallelujah brothers and sisters in this scripture the apostle john guided by the holy spirit unravels profound truths that resonate through the corridors of our faith one such jewel is found in first john chapter 3 verse 9 which declares no one who is born of God, will continue to sin because God's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning because they have been born of God. The Holy Spirit invites us to dive deep into the heart of Scripture, and in this exploration, we will unveil the transformative power of the divine seed that breaks the chains of sin. Now, to grasp the fullness of this truth, let's traverse these parallel verses that help illuminate the concept of believers not continuing in sin. 1 John chapter 3, verse 9, No one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning because they have been born of God. The core of John's message lies in the assurance that those born of God are fundamentally altered by the divine seed. This seed, a representation of God's spirit within us, transforms our nature, making the continuous practice of sin incompatible with our new identity. Now I want to turn your attention to Romans chapter 6, verse 6, where it says, we know that our old self, was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. The Apostle Paul echoes this sentiment in Romans, emphasizing the crucifixion of our old self, the very self enslaved to sin. The divine seed brings about a radical transformation, rendering the power of sin null and void. In 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 23 it says for you have been born again not to perishable seed but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God the apostle Peter complements John's imagery of the divine seed by highlighting its imperishable nature this incorruptible seed embedded in us through the living word of God signifies a lasting transformation that transcends the fleeting allure of sin. Colossians chapter 3 verses 9 and 10, the scripture reads, Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. In Colossians, the Apostle Paul encourages believers, us, to live in accordance with our new identity. The process of putting off the old self and putting on the new involves a continual renewal, aligning with the knowledge and image of our Creator. This dynamic reality that being born of God is not a static event, but an ongoing transformation. The divine seed once planted continually renews its shapes and empowers us as believers to resist the pull of sin. So as we absorb the richness of these verses, let us rejoice, dear brothers and sisters. Let's rejoice in the truth that through the divine seed within us, we are not bound to a life of perpetual sin. Our identity as children of God is marked by victory over sin, allowing us to live in the freedom and grace bestowed upon us through Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Before we continue, let's pause for this brief announcement. Hey there, friends. We've heard from countless listeners who've shared how a daily purpose has become an essential part of their daily routine, transforming their mornings into moments of empowerment. And we want to hear your stories If you've experienced value and purpose through our daily content, we invite you to share your testimonials with us. Whether it's with your family, at your church, in your business, or for personal growth, we want to know how a daily purpose is making an impact in your life. Your stories are powerful, and we'd love to feature them on air. Please visit... OurGivenPurpose.com and leave a testimonial about how you engage with our podcast every day. And don't just keep this to yourself. Let the whole world know how A Daily Purpose, the podcast, is impacting your life. Share your story, inspire others, and be part of a purpose-driven community. Now, let's turn our attention back to A Daily Purpose, an Our Given Purpose podcast. Hi, this is Dietria Moore, daughter of the King, wife, mother, professor, blogger, and intercessor. As a contributing writer for Our Given Purpose, I hope you will gain more insight and inspiration from my devotional teachings. Thank you for making a daily purpose Bible study and devotional part of your routine and allowing me the privilege and opportunity to walk this journey with you. Be blessed. Guiding Scripture, 1 John chapter 3, verses 16-18 through 18. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, How does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. Day 337, Love for Your Brother by Contributing Devotional Writer, Dietria Moore. How very ironic that both John 3.16 and 1 John 3.16 speak of love. John 3.16 speaks of God's love for humanity that caused him to sacrifice his only son for us. 1 John 3.16 goes further and says it's because of that love that we in turn should lay down our lives for the brothers. That, of course, is not literal. There is nothing we can do to redeem the life of our brothers. Only the perfect, sinless Christ can do that. However, it does mean that we should go through great strides for our brothers and sisters. This scripture even provides examples. If we have something our brother needs and don't help meet that need, it's God's love even in us. Our love must be more than empty words. It's often said that love is an action word. Our deeds to our brothers and sisters must reveal the love of Christ. Here are some points about the love of Christ that begs us to extend it to our brothers and sisters. Number one, it's voluntary. It's not forced. Christ wasn't forced to die for us and we should willingly show love. Number two, Brethren, as used in this scripture, could be fellow brethren in Christ, or it could also mean any fellow man. Jesus laid down his life for any who would call upon his name and believe. Because of his love, we are accepted into the body of Christ. We can't love only our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. How far would you go to show love to the unsaved if it meant gaining souls for the kingdom? And number three, it's real and it's genuine. Verse 18 says that our love should be done in deed and in truth. We need to be sincere in the love we're showing. We can know Christ because of the Lord's love for us. May we be so sincere in our love for our brothers and sisters that it draws the unsaved to Christ Jesus and those who already believe even closer to Christ. Day 337, Love for Your Brother by contributing devotional writer, Detria Moore. Hallelujah. Yes, we need to love one another indeed and in truth because we are not our old selves. We have cast that off. We have been crucified. We die to self daily. And that way we can also see the needs of others. We can give to them without thought of, oh, my goodness, that's my last. We will provide for them just as it tells us in the Bible. We will lay down our lives. We will make sure that our brothers and sisters are okay. Hallelujah. And for those who are unsaved, for those who have yet to believe, when they encounter that type of experience between strangers, oh my goodness, what can it do for them? Oh, we should be hungry after the souls just as Jesus is. I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus that our holy hunger and thirst for others to draw into this love that Jesus has for us, this well of just overflowing, enduring, never ending love that each and every person has this awesome experience and encounter with Jesus to be able to have this life and have it abundantly as Jesus has spoken of. And this is why, ladies and gentlemen, this is why a daily purpose Bible study and devotional offers you the perfect chance to initiate a conversation about God's word. We are deeply grateful to you for sharing this podcast with your friends and family. We'd like to thank our many sponsors and our Patreons whose donations help us to provide this valuable content. If you feel led to contribute financially and become part of the Our Given Purpose ministry, please visit OurGivenPurpose.com. Your contribution will help us spread God's message and connect with people all over the world. Remember, you have seeds to sprinkle and don't lose sight of the ones falling on you. Where will they grow? By the road and shallow soil in the thickets? Or will they find a home in good soil to flourish and produce a good work? What God has begun in you, he will complete. Have faith and be bold. You've just heard A Daily Purpose, an hour given purpose podcast.